It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Maybe Perlo Wisdom and Rico and Barry. What's up, Rico and Barry? Hey, man. Got the Matthews jersey up, looking nice. Buddy's we'll 40, 40 goals. We're a lot. Hey, everybody, welcome to NHL Nightly. Appreciate everybody showing up. Uh, this is sponsored by Fans First Sports Network. We're on all part. We're on Spotify and. Apple Podcast has a podcast under FS FFSN NHL Nightly. Uh, we appreciate your support. Leave a like, subscribe, go leave us a review. Daniel Barry, thank you so much for showing up. You show up every time. Pretty cool, man. Appreciate you always popping in and saying hello. Uh, so, how you doing, Rico? Good, man. Just watching this slow developing only hockey game on. Uh... On on the slate tonight, finally we see a goal here. But well, there's geez. two games. There's two games. Yeah. Well, the other one's just starting. Who Maybe. scored for the Jackets? Oh, jeez. I know Boone Jenner rang one off the bar, but that wasn't it. It just it just happened too. Yeah. I mean, I I just missed it. 
So I yeah, was a Voronkov. Okay. I took a little different approach tonight. I decided to watch BU, Boston University, play Northeastern. And if you're not familiar with those teams' lineups, uh, check them out. Macklin Celebrini plays for BU. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I, there, there was a guy who made an impression on me, and it wasn't him. And uh, it was a, um, it was a pretty good game. Uh, Northeastern, who's unranked, won against the third-ranked Boston University, four-three in overtime. Little bit of a soft, too many men on the ice call, as a fellow BU alum Colby Cohen like to point out. But uh, what a great game! If you if you have access to ESPN Plus here in the states, you can watch all the college hockey that they broadcast for free. Uh, it was an electric environment. The f- you could tell the crowd was just really into it. They would pat, they would pan into it just every once in a while. There'd be a bunch of shirtless dudes in there, you know, like just it. It seemed like a great uh, thing. And I mean, like Jay Pandolfo, former NHLer, is the coach of uh, BU. I mean, they got. They got a pretty historic – I mean, Mike Ruzione, I mean, I could just go on. Like, there's a ton of great – Charlie McAvoy. I mean, there's just a ton of great players that have played there. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever – if you guys get a chance to watch any of that. It's really, really good. Um, and uh, I try to I try to pop in and check that out every once in a while. Um, and then the late game here is the, the Kraken versus the uh, – but anyway, check out some college hockey. It's always the best. Of course, I screwed this up. So uh, so that was a great game. Bunch of NHL prospects. I will tell you, after we get through this opening statement thing, uh, there's a player on um, that's from Quebec that's on Northeastern that I was really impressed with. Like, this guy could be the second coming of Patrice Bergeron. So uh, we'll see. And I, I'll try to remember his name, but uh, I have to read it. It's different. It's a different spelling. So I'm guessing most of you have not hit your crazy bets. I listened to shout out the ice guys, just repping the ice gear. I had a I had a hoodie too, but my dogs peed on it because they pee on everything now. So uh, that's in the wash. Um, but um, it was. Uh, I'm, I'm hearing some audio from somebody. If you. Maybe mute whatever you're listening to, um, but uh, or mute yourself until you talk. Uh, the um, so I, I assume that you all were on the blues on this one, which I rightfully would have been too, and uh, not looking good. The blues haven't really showed up. Dave Reed kind of said it at the intermission, uh, because it's on NHL Network here, uh, that uh, oh man, let me drop Perlow since he's doing something. Oh, no, he's back. Okay. All right. Gosh dang it. All right. We're not going to have a scoreboard tonight, boys. I'm over it. Uh, I'm over it. I'm over it. I want to get into what we want to get into. It's going to be a short night. We got two games and we've got... uh, We're on on Instagram, Twitter, a.k.a. X, YouTube and Twitch. We are live. I verified it this time. Good to go. Uh, we are on. Yeah, I think it was. Is it going live? We are live. We are now live. We are now live on Instagram. So welcome everybody on Instagram. Uh, I seem to get a lot of 
reactions on Instagram when I post stuff. So uh, I'm going to try to do the Instagram live thing too. So, um, all right, let's get to the meat and potatoes here. Okay. So we now know who the players are that are being charged with sexual assault. I didn't want to lead with this. This is probably the last time we'll talk about it. Um, there's extensive backgrounds given on every player by Chris Johnson. He wrote an article for The Athletic. It's on. It's uh, three hours ago. I'm just going to go over the names. The five members of the 28 World Junior facing sexual assault charges all went on to play in the NHL in five-plus years between the alleged assault occurred when they released statements saying they were being charged and pleading not guilty. Okay, so again, we all know they're pleading not guilty. The players are... Sorry. The players are... Um, the players are Dylan Dubay, Cal Foot, Alex Formenton, Carter Hart, and Mike McLeod. All recently took at leaves of absence from their team and are being told to surrender to police. The pending charges, which are to be announced by police on Monday, which would be the 5th, I guess, are related to an alleged sexual assault. But from what I got from another article is that they are being charged with sexual assault. And little follow-up. That's it for that, and we'll, I'll get your guys' thoughts. And follow-up on the Mike Ribeiro thing. He faces 50 years if convicted. Texas don't play. That is nuts. I doubt he gets all 50, but... Imagine him going to jail for 10 years for fucking, fucking being an idiot like that? Holy well, shit, yeah, man. but I, if you read through the whole document, like, he's being charged. Right? So there yeah, was that's what I mean. Different. Like, just for being a fucking stupid idiot and doing fucking stupid shit to women and young women. Like, what the, where the fuck is your head at, man? Well, the guy, yeah. could, be, the guy could be 70 to $80 million rich right now. Like he had that kind of talent and and uh, crazy. Yeah, no, Perlo, I can't disagree with you. Like, I mean, he had pretty good numbers if you look. Hey, what's up, Hot Take Hockey? Thanks for being in. Um, yeah. So if you're just joining us, we just we just got the names for the World Juniors. All this stuff was announced. There's a bunch of videos out there. I just didn't. I think this is probably the last time this show will talk about it. I'll leave it up to other people that you know, are going to cover this. Um, but, you know, I, I, I can almost guarantee we won't see any of those guys in the NHL anytime soon. And darkness says, I told you all Columbus would win tonight. And he did yesterday in the thing, but darkness, it's uh, 11 minutes and 43 <laughs> seconds left. You're giving up on your team a little bit early, buddy. Lots of time left. Okay. So yeah, we just have two games tonight. Um, it's the Jackets and the um, St. Louis Blues, which uh, I will try to update the freaking score again. Go ahead and give your thoughts, Rico, on this stuff, and then we'll move on from it forever probably. Yeah, I mean, there's people all over that uh, that that chat on Twitter for Rick Westhead, TSN and stuff, putting it out there. And a lot of, a lot of people just angry about it probably not getting done and settled till 2026. But, I mean, they're all being tried separately. It's going to take a while. They say, I guess, 18 to 30 months or whatever, like, to get everything and the proper evidence. And, you know, these are solid, serious accusations. So, I mean, they want to make sure they get, you know, all the, all the things right in front of the courts and everything like that. But 
I mean, they're looking at their contract status now, I mean, which is besides the point, but that's another thing people ask, are they going to go back to the NHL and stuff? I mean, most of them are RFAs anyway, like Carhartt's at the end of his deal. And, you know, like you're right, Beard, probably none of these guys will be seeing the NHL will be gone overseas probably as well too. So nobody, nobody's going to touch these players. I mean, but they're guilty or not. I mean, their names are attached to this. I'm sure there's going to be some gruesome details coming out, which is unfortunate, but fortunate for the victim. Hopefully she gets to justice and, and the truth comes out and everybody could just move on. Cause I mean, the NHL is probably not going to make a statement on this for a while until they hear all sides and stuff as well too. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Apologize about the dogs. Gonna eliminate the dog problem. I uh, I agree with you, Perlo. Do you have anything to follow up on either the Ribeiro or the? Uh, well, I mean, the Ribeiro thing is so sad. I mean, the dude was like uh, one of the best playmakers of his uh, uh, at, at his time, and. He he kind of went and I think it was in Nashville. He kind of said like I just want to go on my own way. He had problems already. It's a very sad thing. It's very sad. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't know. Like I can't make a comment on what he did or didn't do or whatever the case may be. But the dude was a really good player, and he gave up on everything. He gave up. He gave it all up. Yeah, I mean, he's he's not played in the league for almost a decade or over a decade. But but I remember when it happened, everybody was in shock that he decided that he didn't want to play in the league anymore. Like, yeah, he was drafted by Montreal, I believe. He he played for Montreal. He played for Nashville. Like, he was a a very good player. And he just said, I don't want to do this anymore. And he he took off. And now now we're here, so. It's it, it's tough to see. It's tough. Yeah, so uh, Mike Roberto's last year in the league was 2016-2017. Um, yeah. And uh, I've got his stats. I mean, like I said, we said he scored 228 goals and 565 assists. He had, you know, he, he played the league for since 99-2000. He had a really long league long career honestly i don't know i don't know if he could have played much more. i thought he had some injury problems but um no, no he could have played way longer he chose to leave well i, I mean i, I remember one, the, I, I remember the article specifically eight, 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 years that's he could have played longer i don't know man that's a long career i just heard pk suban talk about you know hanging it up after 13 years on Kipper and Bourne. I don't know if you heard that interview, Rico. Really good mm-hmm. interview. Actually, really candid answer, too, of what he mm-hmm. – I, I like, could be wrong here, but Ribeiro was in and out of the league for the last four or five years. Like he, 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 he was stats right here. Why don't I just put them up for you so you can stop? Okay, let me see. He, he, he was a brilliant player. Really good player. Really good player. Yeah, so here you go, man. Here's his career. He, he played he played over a thousand games okay mm-hmm. he was a plus five 228 goals here here's the teams he played for Montreal for six seasons Dallas yeah. for seven years the Capitals for a season and I think mm-hmm. that was a shortened season I don't know he I don't finished know if that off was... in Nashville yeah 
and then he played for the Yotes for one year, and then he played for Nashville. And 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 honestly, it looked like he played all but. I mean, very often he played a lot. I mean, the first couple of years of Montreal, he didn't play a lot. But I don't know, man. A thousand games, like the guy had a pretty good career. Uh, had a great career. But so, he was a lot better than those stats show. He had so much power. Yeah, he could have anyway. been one of the best. Uh, he could he could have been one of the best playmakers ever, like Adam Oates type level. Like he was amazing. But yeah, and 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 then there was some problems. He he went into rehab and then he came back and said, "I don't want to do it anymore." And then yeah, that's what happened with him. It was tough. Yeah, I mean, to get 17 years in any any kind of career is a pretty good Amazing. thing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, let's see. Like, he okay, was sort they, of like the flurry of that generation. Like Theo Flurry. Theo Flurry had amazing stats. Yeah, Theo Flurry should be in the Hall of Fame, though. Like, I don't think. Okay, Absolutely. here's the kid. No here's the kid. He's from. Here's the kid I wanted to talk to you about. He, uh, Justin Harakin from I'm going to have Rico read this here we go this kid I I am really impressed with this kid from Northeastern and he, he could be the next Patrice Bergeron uh, this is the guy right here from right here can you read that Rico here I'll, I'll highlight this ロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリンロックリ
Gretzky's record. So pretty crazy. Um, okay, so we talked about the World Junior stuff, and but now we know that these are the guys, and they're going to be charged with sexual assault. Um, four of which are still playing in the league. And I, I argued yesterday at the end of the show. You know, hey, Carter Hart, we're seeing we're seeing his absence. Hey, nice. Samuel B on the Samuel B. Thanks for showing up on the Instagram, man. That's really cool. So if you don't know Samuel B, he does a lot of Toronto Maple Leaf stuff on YouTube. So if you're a big YouTube guy and you don't go to my guy Hot Take Hockey, who who has been a lot busier as of late and doesn't get to stream as much, Samuel B does a lot of Leafs games. So if you if you want to get together with friends and chat with Leafs, check definitely check out Samuel B on um, on the tube. And uh, I was trying to listen to the ice guys today while slinging some snow because I told you guys we got 14 inches, but, you know, I was able to get most of it, but I had to go back 14 over. 14 inches. Wow. Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, we've gotten a lot. We had an earthquake on Monday, too. We've had all kinds of crazy stuff happen here. So, um, yeah, I just uh, – why don't you guys talk about your furlough? <coughs> you had a pretty good one. The occupancy tweeted out that you really liked, and it was uh, – Nakamadoulin, Nakamadoulin. Yeah. yeah. I was talking about him before when I, when he was on. I, I think San Jose hit a home run with that when they traded Meyer to get Nakamadoulin, and we'll see how he does. But I mean, he's been eating up the AHL like crazy. He's six foot. He's like Chara size. Yeah, I think he's six he, six. Yeah. Uh, somewhere around there, you know, like he's a little smaller than Chara, and he's put up 67 points in 41 games or something like that. And the AHL is a 20 year old. This guy's going to be a stud. Like I think New Jersey made a big mistake giving him up. I really do. I I I, I think. Oh, was he part of that New Jersey trade? Okay. Yeah, when they got for, uh, yeah for Meyer. Timo Meyer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was he was the main piece there. And He's when I Russian saw he was, yeah, when I saw he was the main piece, I was like, mm, I don't know, New Jersey, your defense isn't all that thick. And so they have uh, him listed at six four. He could oh, use the little bit of skate though. Yeah, he could use, the, yeah. but you know, in skates, he looks six, probably six 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 seven, right? He's six six for sure. The guy well, with the blades and with his well, helmet. I've been just saying, NHL is not going to lie about his height, man. They they've got. Yeah. He didn't have any points in his first game, but he's six foot four, one hundred seventy eight okay. pounds. He could he could use to put on some weight. Yeah, he's got to put on some weight. Really he's only twenty two, you know, so he's yeah. not very old. The guy can the guy can move for a big dude, man. He and he's he's like really smart. Like I, I like that guy a lot. I like him a lot. I don't know how good he's going to be, but he's going to be. I I'm I really think he's going to be at least really really good. They have him he's as a left hand shot, and I guess they he's a defenseman. So they yeah. have him as a defenseman. Okay, all right. No, he's a defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, New okay. York Rain the New York Rangers drafted ahead of New Jersey to get Schneider. Schneider um, plays is good for them. He's been good. Yeah, he, he's been good. And yeah. then to get, to, get Schneider, to get Schneider, and I I was talking to Rico today, and I remember seeing the because they, they panned over to New Jersey and they the their head scout was drafting going, we were taking Macamadoula anyways, but 
they they went up. Uh, I, I think Malcolm Doolin has a has more of a skill set than Schneider does. So. Then so did they, obviously. But yeah, we'll see. I really like yeah. the guy. I was going to give you guys a homework assignment for tomorrow because after watching Macklin Celebrini tonight, we know he's the consensus number one overall, and he did have a goal tonight. Um, I'm not saying he wasn't impressive. He he looks like a player, but uh, I mean, he's definitely not Connor Bedard. You know, he's not going to be no. uh, one of those generational type. I think he's going to be a good like B plus player, maybe B minus somewhere in there. We'll see. I might be a little bit harsh just because I, I thought he played a pretty, he's on a pretty stacked team tonight. And I thought they played a team that didn't have as much talent, but um, so I'd like for you guys to profile player for next show tomorrow. And then I've got some news. I'll just pick a guy that's not Macklin Calabrini that you would like to see drafted. I'm going to do the same. And that you, if you were picking two or three, I sometimes feel like it's better for these teams that are picking later in the second or third, um, because you know there's always that oh you got to get the consensus overall. Um, so um, you know, pick one guy that you that you want to profile and put together a little thing on him, and we'll just talk about it next next episode tomorrow. And then the news is. I've confirmed Dave Singer, Singzy from Spittin' Chicklets Game Notes, is going to be on the show Monday. He's a big-time gambler, former Air Force guy. Uh, always, uh, He's got Colby Armstrong in his back pocket. He, he, Him and Arm Dog are always texting each other. And uh, they love the big – I think Colby really likes gambling on the games with him and Merles. So we're going to – you know, this show we're trying to be as gambling-centric as we can but we want to talk hockey because we love the game, but Perlo and Rico, that's what we do. 237 left by the way, in this game, this was a pretty good fight in this game earlier too. Still one, nothing blue jackets. So I know all of Ian Cameron's bets that he said today on the ice guys down the toilet. Cause he had to over, <laughs> he had a, he had five bets on this and we didn't get any goals. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, hate, he, he's hating life with this. One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, all the all the over stuff. Yeah, I wasn't touching the over in this game. I just knew that Columbus wouldn't have their legs, and I figured St. Louis is just gonna try and play safe here, too. The St. Louis has played a lot of hockey in the last week or so as well, too. So yeah, and just, they've gone to overtime and every like, <clears throat> right? Yeah. yeah, I wasn't touching the, the over on this game. I, I had a small piece on a draw with a couple prop bets on each side, but that was about it. Well, one more day left in January, and that's tomorrow, and that's our last show for the week. So we appreciate everybody that came out. Um, let's, I, I, I guess, let's just preview tomorrow's games, um, and this game will probably end. Uh, so, and then we'll just call it a day. It's a nice short one. Last, last games before the All Star break. There's three games. I don't know what we're going to do with ourselves on three games. First game out of the shoot is the Senators at Red Wings. Senators are a plus road dog. I've actually been really impressed with how the Sens have been playing as of late. And uh, I don't know. I might take the Sens plus money. Rico, what are you thinking? Yeah, I kind of like Detroit. Your Ottawa's way too inconsistent, man. 
they just their game it's just they're looking for each other out there and i noticed that when i watched them as well too it's just they don't look like they're in a a five-man unit out on the ice or just feel like a little bit of confusion the communication's not there it felt like so i mean ottawa's got such a good talent that they can do like they did with nashville so they'll just get down and come right back i just get hot and cold during the game but it's tough for them to play a full 60 minutes so i think detroit will be ready at home just to kind of bank a couple points so maybe detroit in regulation maybe maybe detroit team total or something but i mean i could totally see ottawa seven. going in there too yeah sorry apologize i thought you were done yeah yeah over yeah. under seven in that game perlo who do you like um yeah that's a tough one i i like ottawa i just think ottawa's got it on a bit of a roll here they got everything to play for and uh i think they're just going to come out hard maybe maybe not to win the game but at least the first period i think ottawa's going to come out really really hard here and uh it'll be chaotic so that's the way they play but i think i don't think detroit's going to be able to contain him at least for the first period so i'll take ottawa first period okay all right yeah like it okay kings at preds there is no favorite uh it over under is six yeah i i'm not touching this game perlo why don't you why don't you go first on this one give rico a second I got to take a second here. Okay. With Rio. Oh I mean, you, you got to go LA. LA has lost more in a row than Nashville has. They're both going like in the wrong direction right now. But geez, yeah. man, I can't see the Kings going into the all-star break, losing five straight. There's no way. We might be back to that Pacific winning, having five in the playoffs. Because the Kraken are surging. They're getting healthy. I, I, you know, I don't think LA misses, but. Uh, they need this all. They need the All Star break at the right time for sure. And um, I don't know. We just it, it, this is one I wouldn't bet to be honest. This is you. a weird game. It's a weird game. You yeah. could go any anyway. It's in Nashville right. too. Like the Kings had to fly all the way to Nashville. Yeah, and Dave Riddich could be playing as well too. So he's been getting lit up a little bit. He started out pretty my, good, but my gut says that LA there's some serious problems in LA, and it's not going to stop here. So I'll take Nashville. Okay, a plus uh, a plus money. Why why not? I mean, although Nashville's not a favorite, I'm not getting Nashville as a favorite. Uh, oh, oh really? I'm sorry, they're minus one oh two. They're Perlo. I I have, oh, so I have it's a pick them. It's a pick. Yeah, Kings uh, at still, minus. There's no money to be yeah. made. Uh, over I'll under take, six. I'll still take the home dog, or okay. still take the home pick them here, pretty much just because like LA is had like why would you take LA right now? I got you. So. Uh, Doug said guys expect a little foul play in Wings versus Senators tomorrow with the Larkin and Joseph last outing. Yeah, that it could be chippy. Yeah, I, I'll just take the Sens. I like how they're playing. I'm not saying Detroit's playing bad, but if you get Sens at plus money. Anyway, final game, Sharks at Ducks. Over. Oh, Rico, did you get to pick Kings Preds? Yeah, I got to take LA there. There's no way they're going into the break to lose in five in a row. Okay, uh, Sharks at Ducks. Ducks are a at home. Uh, Sharks are a road dog, plus 150. I don't mind the 150. Again, I feel like the Sharks have actually played well. For sure, it's going to be Blackwood, I think, because the last game it was Lankanen or whatever. Um, 
And, uh, you know, Perlo, you liked occupancy's thing with the defenseman getting a point there. Uh, I like that too. I, I, I think that would be a fun play for that game. Um, it's a late one. What What do you think? Uh, go ahead, Perlo. What do you think? Because you, I know you spent some time. Uh, this is about as draw as you can get. I go over six and like something like five, four. Like, I just think that they're going to have fun and play some hockey here. That's what I would say. Draw, one of these teams will win. <laughs> I don't know which one, but I like the over and I like the draw. And that Blue Jackets game is final. Uh, Blue Jackets versus the Blues, the Battle of the Blues. The Blue Jackets won one nothing. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so if you had the under, you did real well. I guarantee nobody had a shutout. Um, so uh, Blues have been playing some good hockey too, man. So, you know, just one of those nights anyway. Um, Rico, how about you? Sharks had Ducks. Yeah, I got to go with Ducks. John Gibson, home team here. Uh, okay. Maybe a small play on a draw. I don't know if there's going to be a ton of goals in this game. I don't know if this game does go over or not. But You're going to take right the I, Ducks at minus 196 is what I'm seeing right now. I got oh. minus 180 on my thing, but oh, I, I'm minus taking the Sharks. You like Ooh. the draw. Perla likes the draw. Um, yeah. I, I'll, just, I'll just give you the stats here. Uh Okay, anyway. I just like the over better, especially if Kakinen's in. So, San Jose's so. playing tonight too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is a back to back for the Sharks. That's that is true. It's Sharks are four or five. So here, this one's gonna make you love this. Both the Ducks and the Sharks are four or five and one in their last ten. The Ducks are oh. on a game win streak, and the Sharks are all on a one game losing streak. Now that being said, San Jose plays. Seattle tonight, but I, I I think Seattle wins that game easy. Now McKenzie, the Sharks don't have to leave. The, the Sharks don't have to leave out home tonight. They're not in Seattle, so yeah. from San Jose to Anaheim, that's not like a serious road trip or anything. And and Blackwood's actually got the net right now, so it's Kakinen tomorrow night against Anaheim. Kakinen, yes, Kakinen. Thank you. I think I said Lankinen. Sorry, earlier. Like I'm standing. Well, Lankinen, Lankinen will be in for uh, Lankinen's Nashville. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, it'll be uh, Kakin in, in, in San Jose. I mean, you can't back him. He's terrible. No, no, it's Mackenzie, Mackenzie Blackwood's playing right now in San Jose. Tomorrow night right. in Anaheim, San Jose's starting Kakinen, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Kakinen will be in, yeah. So, yeah, and that's why Anaheim's such heavy favorites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know. Yeah. They know. Vegas knows at this point. Um, and I yeah. saw today that Chicago – so just don't forget your homework assignment. Pick a guy that's in the top ten that you're interested in that you'd like to do a little profile on. Let me know who it is earlier, and I'll try to put together like a slideshow so we can be a little bit professional on this. Uh, um, and then uh, let me know early because I'm going to actually be on the Wrestling on the Rocks podcast tomorrow to talk a little WWE because if you don't know, I'm a Huge WWE fan. I watched Raw and SmackDown. Pat McAfee's back. <coughs> um, and then we're just coming off the Royal Rumble, which I stayed up, I stayed up super late to watch the Rumble. <laughs> out with some friends on Saturday. So, um, of course, uh, the winners were Bailey for the women and Cody Rhodes 
only the third time somebody who's won back-to-back rumbles, I believe Hulk Hogan and my main man, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I don't have any final thoughts today, guys. (laughs) Uh, How about you, Rico? No, man. I mean, I'm just going to stay up and watch this um, Seattle-San Jose game for a little bit. and Yeah. yeah. Well, well, hang out with you guys a little bit on the on the underside here. Um, for you, know when you're a ho- you know you're a hockey fan when you're going to stay up a little bit to watch Seattle and San Jose. That, you damn know. right. Yeah, damn. like who, who, how many people that are not either one of those fans are staying up to watch that? <laughs> not too many. Yeah, I'm staying up to watch it too. Um, I'm I'm kind of glad we get a little bit of a break here. Um, as far uh, and my final thoughts are, I think that I predict I'll take some predictions. I think Philadelphia is going to regress. Islanders are going to regress. The Rangers are going to continue to regress. And we're going to have a really tight uh playoff uh, tight race to the playoffs here it's going to be like maybe the tightest in a long long time that's what i think yeah i think the west is all but decided i think there's seven legit teams in the west and uh i think that one it's going to be a race to number one because that eighth team is going to be kind of the cupcake team because everything else is going to be murderers row like you yeah. said, we can see Edmonton and Vegas play each other in the first round if things shape up the way they are right now. Yeah. So, yeah, going to be crazy. Well, I appreciate everybody coming out. Really short episode tonight. Uh, of course, it's on the night of the news, what we talked about a little bit earlier in the show. Um, but we'll be back tomorrow, and then we're off for a while. Um, and we'll do predictions tomorrow uh, about uh, the skills competition, who do we think has hardest shot, all that. Um and we're going to preview some uh, some draftees and stuff like that. So uh, see you guys tomorrow, 10 Eastern. Peace. Peace.